Right, another one for Yanis. Uh, uh, please, the whole question of who owns the body of a deceased person after that person has uh, passed away. Um, sometimes there are disputes between uh, the family members, etc. What does the law say? Volker, this, <laughs> this was a very interesting uh, one for me to take a look at. I had the question the other day, so I did uh, you know, some extensive research going into case law, but this, the short answer is that there's you know, no one owns a corpse. No one can own a deceased body. There's mm. no legislation that specifically governs, governs this. But the argument goes that, you know, legally speaking, you cannot own anybody whilst they are alive. So why should that not change when someone passes away? Mm. There's no, there's no, you know, uh, irrational argument for that. Um, and normally this, this doesn't pose a problem. Families know someone wants to be buried or he wants to be cremated or anything like that. But when the families do start to fight, you know, that one in a, in a hundred matters, I would say, or a thousand matters, you can, you can buckle down for a, a very emotional and sometimes long family dispute that, you know, no lawyer wants to be part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is some legislation that can provide some input about that. That's the National Health Act. Um, but this act only deals with cases where the um, person who passed away, he wants to donate his own body to some medical institution or something like that, you know, where they can um, use you, you, your corpse as a cadaver. It's in English with people who are going to I've spoken to some of the students, they've told me that, you know, those um, corpses, sometimes they, I've heard that they're 10 years old. If that is true, I don't know, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> um, so, so what this National Healthcare Act says is that if a deceased stipulates in his will that his body must be donated to a medical institution, or he actually made a verbal arrangement with someone in the presence of two witnesses, his wishes should be adhered to. Okay. And then, interestingly enough, the act also says that if the deceased did not make any such wishes uh, known in a will or to someone else, there is actually a list of people that can decide that his body should be donated. And they are in a special um, preference that I uh, can read to you now. Um, I jotted that down specifically for this because it is quite interesting. Is the deceased spouse that's going to receive the first pre- preference, then the partner, the major child of the deceased, a parent, a guardian, then the major brother or a sister. So your partner, in other words, that doesn't mean you need to be married. It's just the partner of the deceased. His wishes gets preference before a brother or sister or child. So you're going to sit with a, a hell of a problem there. You know, you, if I can maybe use an example, my father isn't divorced, but let's say he is divorced now and he gets a, a new lady in the house. They're not married yet and she's now going to receive preference over me. I'm going to be unhappy about that. But, yes. but again, this only caters, you know, um, to donate that corpse or that, that body now for, for a medical institution. So I then did took a, a look at some old cases and it does seem that the court is going to grant preference to certain individuals, you know, that will receive the right then to choose whether or not someone should actually be buried or cremated or, um, you know, where they should be buried, because sometimes families fight about that as well. Now, from the court cases, it, it looks like that, you know, if the deceased appointed is in his will, they will always be given preference to whoever is appointed in the will. And if the surviving spouse are among those is, she will then be given preference over all the other beneficiaries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the court said that, uh, where, where the deceased has made, uh, has appointed someone to, um, you know, arrange his funeral on his behalf, that person will receive preference above all else. 
So yeah, there, there is certain guidelines, I suppose, but you know, to answer your question, you can never own a body. You can just have the right or, or claim preference for your opinion to decide what should happen to a deceased person's body at the end of the day. But if there is a dispute, then there's a sort of a ranking that the courts will then follow uh, based on precedent, uh, based on the yeah. Uh, I must say these are decisions. very, very old court, uh, court cases, so I don't, it doesn't look like people argue too much about this nowadays or, um, you know, everyone knows about the court mm -hmm. cases, but yeah, there's a, there's a list of preferences you should take note of. You mentioned cremation, and that's an interesting discussion that I regularly have with clients when I do their wills. question is whether they want to be cremated or not, and that certainly has changed a lot in the last couple of years. Many years ago, very few people decided to go for cremation. But these days, I guess it's uh, because of the uh, condition that a lot of the cemeteries are in, uh, the security questions, etc. Uh, I would say about 70 to 80 percent of people that I see, and I do do a lot of wills, at the end of the day, decide to indeed go for cremation. So that's a very a general thing uh, these days.